Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the mouse. My old cat Mink was a formidable mouser, but after he died, I started to notice mice in my house. I would sit reading in the evening, and I would see dark little creatures scurrying furtively along the edge of the room. I had become the unwilling host to the house mouse, a sort of domesticated rodent that, over the millennia, has been spread by people to all inhabited regions of the world. The house mouse has evolved to seek shelter and food in human dwellings and will eat almost anything edible, including soap. There are, of course, other kinds of mice in the und- of the undomesticated type, but they live outdoors in burrows and eat seeds and other plant matter. If you walk in the woods when there is snow on the ground, you can see their tiny tracks running from tree to brush pile, and these are usually the very first kinds of tracks to be seen after a snowfall. And when the snow begins to settle after a day or two, you can see their little tunnels beneath the surface of the snow. Mice bear up to six litters a year and are so prolific that they often outnumber any other mammal in any given area. Their great abundance is actually of benefit to humans because mice form the bulk of the diets of most predators who would otherwise hunt animals more valuable to us, like our livestock and pets. I have often noticed the tracks of foxes pouncing on the tunnels of mice. Once I saw the wing prints of an owl left in the snow where it had seized a mouse and flown off with it. The humble mouse has lived with humans for so long that it has earned many myths and folktales. Before the Greek god Apollo was promoted to sun god, he was Apollo Smintheus, the god of mice. Mice were revered because since they lived underground, they were believed to be in touch with the powers of the underworld. Also, mice consumed the offerings left on the altars, taking the essence of the offerings to the spirit world. It was also believed that the mouse was a soul animal, that is, a form assumed by the soul as it left the body after death and scurried underground to the world of the dead. Aesop's fable about the lion and the mouse shows another idea about mice, that of strength in weakness and weakness in strength. The mighty lion was brought low by a thorn in its paw, and the lowly mouse, with its tiny paws and its attention to detail, easily pulled it out. This same theme is found in the Native American tale about why the Ojibwe people never kill mice. Long ago, the animals were greater than humans because humans had not been on earth as long as animals and were not as wise. There was much quarreling among the animals about who should be chief. Finally, the creator, hearing of the quarrel, visited the council and said, I will settle the quarrel. Then the creator began to sing the gambling song, slipping a small polished bone from one hand to the other so rapidly that the animals lost track of it. Then the creator held out both hands, shut tight and backs up. Which of my hands hold the bone now? All the animals tried to guess, but they were all wrong time after time. The creator said, Now you see it is not as easy as it looks. 
I will teach you how to play this game, and then you must play it until you find out who is cleverest at playing. Whoever that is, that one shall then be chief forever. First Bear and Beaver tried, and Beaver won easily. Then Buffalo beat Beaver and started to play with Mouse. Mouse had small hands and was much quicker than Buffalo, and so, in the end, Mouse won and had earned the right to be chief of all the animals. Then Mouse spoke, saying, "'Listen, everyone, what is mine to keep is mine to give away. I am too small to be your chief, and I know it. I am not warlike. I do not like to have enemies. I get my living easily.' and I want to live in peace with my family. I am going to give my right to be chief to the humans. Let humankind have all the worry and strife and responsibility. As for me, said Mouse, I choose the simple life. And that is why the Ojibwe never kill mice. And may we always strive to be worthy of our responsibility. Blessed be. You've been listening to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.